This is your Counterspin News Bulletin of the Week brought to you by At Week's End News. The Department of Homeland Security in the U.S. has officially started flagging political opponents to the Biden administration as terror threats. Ahead of the 9-11 anniversary, the agency put out a public warning to all airports and federal buildings of the updated threats, and now anyone who opposes the draconian COVID regulations or makes claims of election fraud or even the belief that Trump can be reinstated are now what they call potential terror threats. The DHS has also extended the threat to the 9-11 anniversary and to all religious holidays as well. Just when you thought America was still a free country, your conservative or right-leaning beliefs could land you in multiple and repetitive screens, intimate pat-downs, and research through the terminal gates at airports. Welcome to America. Cyber Ninjas have announced that their preliminary audit report for Maricopa County's 2020 election is being produced and should be released during the week of August 22nd. Once released, the Arizona State and Attorney General is expecting an open investigation into Maricopa's violation of legal and enforceable subpoenas, which, once enforced, will open the door to a full forensic analysis of the routers, Splunk logs, voting systems, and other security concerns found in the election. Based on the enormous amount of discrepancies that are known to the public now, one can imagine that the Democratic deep state is in full panic mode, knowing that in just a couple of short weeks, they will no longer be able to deny the truth about the massive steal of the 2020 election. It should also come as no surprise that with the knowledge that suddenly the entirety of the mainstream media worldwide is now focused directly on Afghanistan. The Biden administration's disastrous choice of pulling U.S. troops out of Afghanistan has set the stage for a Taliban takeover of the area in a matter of one week. It's got to be a record. With the U.S. and other countries scrambling to get their own citizens out of the country by the due date of September 11th, most military equipment, including Black Hawk helicopters, have fallen into the hands of the Taliban. Though the the U.S.'s dismissive approach to the leaving of the equipment to the Afghani president, who has reportedly fled the country ahead of the troops' evacuation, suggests that perhaps it was the plan all along that the Taliban received this equipment. We did see how it was done, but here's how it should have been done. The timing of this evacuation and the flood of mainstream media attention should leave anyone with the eyes to see a clear view of the massive distraction that this truly is. The imminent migrant invasion of the Afghani refugees into select countries like New Zealand will undoubtedly serve as a catalyst to not only an ongoing distraction, but likely new ways of made-up COVID variants and pushing new outbreaks and ultimately more medical restrictions on locals. While New Zealand has officially joined the ranks of other countries enforcing snap lockdowns on the entire country for one assumed Delta variant case at the time, with other cases magically appearing in the country overnight, the push to get the death jab is being felt the world over. The Pope of all people is instructing Catholics now to get vaccinated as an act of love. 
While his message is apparently aimed mostly at Catholics in South America, it isn't too ridiculous to assume that the Pope's pull on his followers worldwide will ultimately lead to millions lining up to get their own mRNA shots or, more hopefully, a mass exodus from a corrupt religious institution that has buckled under the weight of political pressure. Lockdown and behavioral fatigue are hitting Australians this week as the Morrison government tightens the grip of the COVID Stasi's hold on its people. Sky News Australia, among a plethora of other credible news sources, are now reporting a ban on people removing masks to drink outdoors. But this new ban isn't derived from any scientific breakthroughs on the transmissible effects of COVID, no. This is a punishment for Australian citizens who are refusing to allow the lockdowns to run their lives. Premier Daniel Andrews, after seeing mass gatherings of Australians enjoying themselves in the streets this weekend, despite massive restrictions, is merely enforcing this new ban out of spite. And he admits it. He extended the restrictions to limit religious broadcasts as well, citing re-involving crew issues in the limit. This blatant abuse of power in the Australian government should serve as a reminder that once a government attains a certain amount of power, that they will not only hold on to it, but use it against its own people at the slightest show of dissidence. And as we at At Weeks End News have predicted, the U.S. health officials have announced their plan for a rollout of the booster shot to Americans starting in the third week of September. In their expected announcement, the officials cited evidence that protection is waning against hospitalization, death, mild and moderate infections as the Delta variant continues to spread. But let's be real here. Most of us actually saw this coming weeks ago that have been following the talking points of the media, just as most of us in New Zealand saw a level four lockdown coming weeks ago. The implication that experimental booster shots are are more proof of the cash cow that this pandemic is for Big Pharma as the probability of yearly booster shots becomes a reality now. Try to remember that this is never about a virus when you're being mandated to take a yearly shot you don't need that you will most likely be paying for for the rest of your lives. Just when you thought that justice would never be served in the investigation of the 2016 Russia probe, reports are now that special counsel John Durham is presenting evidence to a grand jury and preparing a report on potential criminal charges against lower-level FBI employees and tipsters that is expected to be released in the coming months. The FBI's investigation initially began with a tip from an Australian diplomat and was fueled in part by allegations compiled by former British spy Christopher Steele, who was paid by opponents of then-candidate Donald Trump. Durham has focused on other sources of information to the FBI as well. The Wall Street Journal claims, though, that Durham's team isn't expected to bring any criminal charges in connection with the intelligence assessment, but Durham's team has been awfully quiet with little to no leaks in the media about the actual details of the investigation. If nothing else, this conclusion will serve to show the people the length the American government 
has taken to proverbially destroy a political opponent. Any lack of arrest in this conviction will ultimately land up in a massive distrust of intelligence agencies and an uprising in the American people, the likes of which the agencies will never recover from. And that's your Counterspin News Bulletin of the Week. For more detailed analysis of this and other topics, join us live Sundays at 9 a.m. or catch our replays on Odyssey and Rumble. You're not going to do that. Are you going to shoot that? You're going to shoot that. What is that? What is that? What is that? Fucking cunt! Fuck me! Do it again! Do it again! some protesters there trying to break through the police line. We've got mounted police also trying to stop the demonstration from going ahead. So if you remember similar pictures a month ago when there were uh, similar lockdown protests uh, in Sydney, in Melbourne, in Brisbane as well. Okay, you're live in the studio. It is uh, August 21st, 2021. Time is 22.07 hours. So you know we are, in fact, live. Um, the Counterspin team was at Aotea Square today. Uh, this morning, should I say, having a stroll and getting some exercise, you know, to fortify our immune system and get out there and uh, get ready to fight off any potential deadly virus that doesn't 
that no one seems to be able to find, like anywhere. This is a virus so deadly, of course, that two doors open in a hotel and it seems to jump from one room to the other, like a cheap one-night stand, and uh, but doesn't somehow manage to go through the air conditioning and infect the whole hotel. It's very selective. Must have claustrophobia, I think. Okay, um, and of course, all the while... Susie Wiles, the uh, high, presti- high priestess of um, scientism, is telling everyone that you need to open your windows uh, so then the virus will escape. Doesn't know how to use a door, apparently, but that's okay. We can, um, we can go with that, too. Okay, from our Counterspin Intelligence Desk, uh, Counterspin has received information <coughs> that Clark Gayford, the New Zealand's alleged Prime Minister, uh, husband, boyfriend, fiancé, uh, was one of the individuals caught up in a drug bust back in June. Uh, we are yet to confirm this, of course. Uh, we believe one particular individual in that operation has indeed got name suppression, but, of course, because Counterspin... Uh, yeah, legitimate, only real legitimate news uh, platform, never received such notification. We don't know who that individuals could be. Yeah, so we, we can't obviously be... Uh, so if anyone has any details about um, whether Clark Gayford was in fact involved in a drug bust and whether he has name suppression or not, because we don't want to get in trouble, uh, he's also got occupation suppression. So I wonder what that is. Um, send it to um, info at counterspinmedia.com or, of course... Wicker, W-I-C-K-R, the Wicker app, um, send that to the um, username Counterspin, okay? I don't, don't, please don't get it mixed up. There's a, f- a lot of people, especially over this uh, Gayford story, has been getting it mixed up with um, the username Cocaine Addict or, um, uh, of course, The Nanny. I don't know why, um, but, but that's fine. We can move on. Now, from our uh, news desk, we've got to give a shout-out to Matt King. He's the former national MP for um, Northland. He gets a shout-out for sharing Mike Yeadon's uh, interview uh, about the extreme dangers of these so-called vaccines. You'll see it up on screen there. Um, uh, Mike Yeadon, of course, is a former Pfizer chief scientist. Obviously doesn't want to live with blood on his hands, unlike Jacinda, Ashley Bloomfield, and all the other talking heads that they tried out to tell you how safe these things are and you're going to be fine. Uh, actually, just in keeping with that, let's just go back to something I found out earlier. About They reckon about 2.4 billion people in the world have now been vaccinated. That's uh, 31.7%. I don't know who comes up with these figures, but anyway. Um, and that the latest study out of the Journal of Infection states that the vaccinated are at real risk of suffering <clears throat> antibody-dependent enhancement. Hence, that's why you're going to have to have your yearly shots because of the deals that the government's done with these drug companies that they've, of course, given um, complete immunity to as they're killing you off for their great reset. Um, so watch out for that one. Now, that's over there. Let's see what else we've got. Okay, we'll take care of the- Oh, and from our tongue-in-cheek desk, let me uh, bring you up to speed on a few things there. Oh, actually, just before I do that, back to uh, Matt King, who's... You've got to give him credit, credit where credit is due. I never thought I'd be saying that about a politician, but he's actually um, done something very good. He's put some stuff out. He shared it. And now Judith Collins, she's distancing herself. She is, of course, the uh, National Party uh, leader. Disgusting figure, deciding, of course, she's the right wing of the uh, bird, of which the left wing is Jacinda. Um, and she's distancing herself from Matt King. Um, that just shows... What side she's on. So National Labour, upper sames, not opposites. Can't trust any of the bastards. Anyway, moving right along. Where are we? Oh, yes, from our um, tongue-in-cheek desk, we've got, yeah, we have got one of those. Uh, the Bank Robbers Coalition Alliance, that's uh, Bracker, has uh, launched civil action against the government over a mask shortage, uh, claiming they were owed compensation for the inability to carry out their trade. 
So you've got to feel for the for the robbers out there, bank robbers and all that sort of stuff. Coalition agree, uh, agreement they have to you know work together at times. Uh, also, in a separate action uh, against the state, against the uh, New Zealand police, they have claimed an unsafe, oh sorry, an unfair state monopoly on the areas of standovers, intimidation, and threatening harm for non-compliance. The matter is ongoing. Okay, before we uh, do anything else, let me um, give you a bit of an insight into. What happened today at Altair Square? Let's check it out. There you go. The, the last lot of people you saw um, in that video were the homeless people. They had a bit of an altercation on the bus. The cops, uh, one of the cops, pushed one of them. I saw that, um, and then of course they went up the road, um, saying not so, not so, some unpleasant areas. Let's put it that way. And um, of course, one of them I did hear say the homeless doesn't get COVID. Which, when you think about it, they haven't. In fact, COVID, COVID, and the variants are so selective, they don't worry about homeless people so someone really should complain to the human rights commission on that because that is that is um that's discrimination that's just not good um also do you notice all the stats that come out over this covid and all these variants that it's only ever men and women that catch it what happened to lbgtq alphabet none of them are catching it i think i'm gonna have to relook at reassigning my agenda to something, and I'll be completely safe. No need to for vaccines then, people. Don't forget the jab. Uh, it all works out perf- perfectly fine. I mean, how ridiculous it was today at Altair Square. I mean, we even become... There was no protest. There was no rally. There was a massive amount of uh, police out there doing... Obviously, it must be uh, requiring for their required fitness level, RFL, um, to maybe it's their yearly, yearly exercise regime. Um... And it just so happens that we ourselves here at Counterspin got uh, a little caught up in it. There was a whole lot of people exercising. Uh, we were as well, like I said, trying to fortify our immune system out in the fresh air. You know, a bit of vitamin D from, well, we would have got vitamin D if the sun was out, but it wasn't. Um, but let's have a look at, let's have a look at our encounter. It was. It was a finish, it? Yeah. yeah. 
I haven't gotten given a letter. Can you please not approach me like this? So how are you supposed to give me a letter when you're supposed to remain two meters distance? How are you going to do that? How, how are you going to do that? How can you ensure my safety? No, no, no. How can you ensure my safety? Two meters, right? process of this here, okay? All these letters have been inserted with this envelope with gloves, okay? So no person has touched this, only gloves and hygiene process have been placed, okay? So what now? I'm serving. I'm giving this piece of information. I'm not taking okay. that from you. I need distance, so you need to find a way to give that to me to. safely. Okay. Thank you. You can take it. Well, that's okay. weird, isn't it? Well, this one's dry here. So do you want to come over and take it over here? Can you explain it to me? Okay, so under the Public Health Act response to COVID 2020, okay, you're not allowed to be in a premises for unlawful mass gathering, okay? If you do attend a premise for unlawful mass gathering, you're liable to a 
arrest, which can lead to a term of prison of six months and or a fine of $4,000, okay? So okay. at this point, I'd like you to go home. Further to this, this constable here is going to be grabbing your details to determine your reason for leaving your place of residence. And once you finish providing those details and that So why do I have to provide my details? Because we've got to determine whether you're in breach of the Public Health Act by being here, which has special exemptions for travel and provide... And can you tell me what those exemptions are? So you've got a... Uh, no, I haven't refused yeah. any details. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just talking to you. Your name, so you're gonna find your name. I, but I want to know no, no, why no, you, you no, want no, my we'll details. No, no, we haven't even finished our I'm conversation. Do, so. Section 23. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. What was? I just need to hear um, why you're asking me for my details and why I need to give them to you. Can you please just provide me that evidence why I should do that? It have been explained to you. I'm not going to explain it. Well, he no. just he just half said what what the act was. Yeah. So could you please tell me okay. where under the act I need to provide the? I'm not going to explain it to you again. Okay, we're going in circles. It wasn't so explained to failed, me though. Failed, failed to, so you Sir, could you please um, finish telling me the act under which it was under? It was already explained to you. I didn't hear the okay. the end the end of what he was because saying. Decided, what the act was. You decided not to listen. Okay. No, got, no, he. Okay, no, you interrupted him. him. Okay. Okay. Failed, well, failed to do so, you'd be arrested. Okay. That's fine, I'll leave. No, no, you're not. Can I leave? No, no, you, you, you'll be okay. Why can't I leave? No. Why can't I leave? Under the health act. What, the COVID? Under COVID, COVID, I've what? We need to figure out where you live and you're refusing to give us your... Under the health act, right, well, under the no, privacy under the act. COVID. Under the privacy act, I don't have to provide you with that information, okay? So, at the moment now, I'm going to walk away, okay? No, no, you're not. Okay, so what? You're gonna get my address and you're gonna give me a fine? No, you, you give us your address and you're, we're not gonna give you a fine. You'll walk. Give you, you a chance to walk away. So if, if I give you my address, I can walk away? Yeah. Yeah. So you're giving me your word on yes. that? Yes. And if you stay here and you'll be, yeah, you'll be arrested. Okay. So what is your name? Fire. Sorry, what was that? Just take a photo now. Where's your name, sorry? On my. Whereabouts? Yeah. My number. Oh, your number? Yeah. Right, so what's your name? Okay. Do you have a copy of that? Could you write that down for me so I know how it's spelled? Okay. What's your address, Molly? Could, could I just get a copy of your name, please, yeah, before we do anything else? Okay. What is your address, Molly? When are we going in circle? No, 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 I'll give okay. you my address. Yeah, I just want a copy of your name to make sure that your word is your word. Yeah. Right? And you won't yeah, go back well, on your word. Yeah. So I've got yeah. your number. Yeah. I just want a copy of your Here's name. You get. It's my number. I don't have to so you don't number. have to provide me with any information, but I have to provide you with information. I will provide you my QID, my place number. And that's about all I'm going to give you. So you don't have to okay. provide me with your name? No. don't have to. So why do I have to provide you with my name? No, we're going to circle. My okay, address. Okay. Can you just give me your name? I just told you my name is Paya. Paya, okay, yeah. so how do I spell that? P... P-A-E-A. P-A-E-A. Yeah. Okay, and what's your last name? I don't have to give you Okay, could you give me an initial? Okay, I've, I've just explained it to you, Holly. You'll be arrested very shortly because you failed to give us... I'll give you my address. Could you just give me okay. the first initial of your no, last I'm name? Give you well, there we go. That was, um, that was an interesting day. I must admit, as you saw, there was such a massive protest. They had to have so many police to corral us all. Um, we must have looked, phew, 
like a gang on steroids. Uh, actually, I must admit, a few of the cops, there's one cop there with a blue beanie. He was actually very good, quite respectful. Um, and there was, there was a lot of ones who didn't really want to be there. Um, for the most part, they were pretty good. There were a couple of absolute tools, though. I mean, total pricks. And this is why officers get hurt. The guy you see up on the screen there, I honestly think this morning when he got up, he had two lumps of um, critical race theory in his uh, coffee, maybe mixed a bit in his wheat bix and decided he was oppressed. He then decided, that's it, I'm going to go find some people to oppress. And boy, did he. He was a complete and utter jerk. So you get our jerk of the week. I just We just invented that right here, right now. And I'll tell you what, he's number one on that. But the rest... Really good. Two heroes of the week, of course, were um, Liz Lambert and Dana Lee. Liz Lambert, of course, the resident lawyer, Sarah on here, or Super Grand. And, uh, of course, Dana Lee, mother of three. That rhymes. I just... Superhero she is as well. Let's see. Um, I had an interview with them a short time ago. And no, police officers and all you intelligence agents who love watching me on, on the show, and all you critics, um, they didn't breach any of your orders because you can't really give orders so you really should just shut your traps so uh, let's have a look at the interview i had with those two a short while ago back in a tick okay jacinda i do and you haven't been tested on these sorts of trust issues that bill english has been confronted with but if you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Different people now say Jacinda Ardern told them that Donald Trump mistook her for the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It sounds a trifling matter. Did you tell people that Donald Trump mistook you? I told people that, yes, someone had observed that I'd been mistaken. But that's not the story they gave us. They didn't say someone got it wrong and thought accidentally that Jacinda Ardern had been mistaken. <laughs> they said, no, no, they said Jacinda Ardern was mistaken and Jacinda Ardern told us that she was mistaken by Donald Trump. In the, it's quite complicated. It's not, <laughs> but it's not, it's not, it's actually not. Okay. Did you say to Tom Sainsbury that, just, that, that Donald Trump mistook you for Justin Trudeau's wife? I gave him a short version, which was in behind the scenes at the Music Awards. I know. What was the short version? The shortened version was that, that there was some confusion over who I was, observed by someone else. I believe I told him the full story. You believe you did? I believe Two I did. Two people now say that you told them <laughs> that you were mistaken by Donald Trump. I know this seems like a trifling matter, but what I'm suggesting is that and now that you are a world leader, all of these little things can, can blow up to be big. And if, and if you are giving something that is not the entire truth... It can confuse people. No, I'm sharing, I'm sharing this story here. Did you say that that confusion was someone else's confusion or did you imply that it was Donald Trump's confusion? I said there was confusion over who I was. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Okay, now joining me via Skype is Dana Lee and Liz Lambert, both arrested today at Aotea Square and hauled off to the police station. Um, I will go to you first, Liz. Um, how was your experience? In fact, what were you doing at ATS Square today? Well, hi, Kelvin. I was down there because, in fact, we've entered the fascist state. Um, if you went back to Nazi Germany in the years before 1933, uh, the years before 1939, 
um, you would have seen the scenes like this from 1937 to 1939, uh, where people were made to wear certain um, articles of clothing to identify themselves as, as, in fact, you know, Jews at that time, but, of course, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated wear the different sorts of things these days and they're trying to to do the same thing. So, yeah, I went down there to, to protest and hopefully get arrested because I believe that the only way to stop this is to um, actually take um to have a lawful rebellion and we need to provide people with the way to do that um my my aim is to use the law to to bring this all to it so you're going to be the virus in the legal matrix as it were um what in particular are you going for you're going to go to discovery and make them prove that there is actually a reason for these draconian measures or what's the story there yeah, well, one of the um, one of the things that we can use is what's called the now I'm I'm christening the Alberta defence, which is basically that the um, state has to prove that in actual fact there wasn't there was a reason for the act, and uh, they talk about there being a um, a virus that they name and they say it's contagious, um, highly contagious, etc. Well, we've got, we're going to go after discovery to find out. Um, firstly, where is the um, where is the evidence that there ever was a virus, and secondly, where is the evidence of um, how it's contagious? Because as we know, we had um, them talking about it could be sneezing, it could be coughing, it could be hands, it could be frozen meat, it could be. Um, sexual intercourse in um, MIQ centres, God knows what. Yeah. But anyway, they're going to have to prove it. The other thing, of course, is, and you might have a picture of it there at some stage, um, in 18, and, sorry, 1649, we, there was actually a, a revolution yeah. um, in, uh, in England and um, that brought to an end all um, kings and queens yeah. forever in um, in um, England, Ireland, and the Dominions at that time. And, of course, then that extended to, as um, the British Empire pretended to still be alive, kicking, that extended to our country too. So what we've got is a, um, is a pretend um, Queen Elizabeth II of England and a pretend Governor-General of New Zealand and of course, that Governor General Patsy Reddy, Dame Patsy Reddy, had to sign this so-called act into um, being. So it was all done by four. orders in council. So we're going to, um, yeah, we're going to give them um, quite a serve um, about that. And of course, anybody who swears allegiance to the Queen, which um, who who is a fake Queen, who is a traitor. The Act of um, 1649 says that anybody proclaiming themselves king or queen um, is a traitor to the UK Parliament um, uh, by by uh, the process of um, of history. Um, then all of the people swearing allegiance to the so-called Queen in New Zealand um, are traitors to the to the New Zealand okay. Parliament because Parliament is supreme. Okay, so having said that, at the moment. I'll just make sure I get this right for the audience. We have an unlawful government. We have unlawful foot soldiers basically 
violating every manner of human rights that people have. And because they have basically the monopoly on the use of force to coerce us to go along for this great reset that we know they're pushing through, what, if any legal avenue fails, is what have we got left? What do we actually have left? Well, as you also know, that um, uh, we proved that, in fact, uh, fee simple was illegally placed on this country. And so, in fact, um, and and we now know that it was illegally placed by um, a fraudulent sovereign. Yeah. So, um, in the in the form of Victoria. So, in actual fact, if all the land is allodial, on allodial land, um, we have no landlord. That's right. right. We have no sovereign landlord owning their land. And on the lodial land, you are free to uh, defend yourself um, in any way, that shape or form that you re- that you um, need to defend yourself. And under the common law, uh, under the Crimes Act, there is uh, the defence of um, for, for action at self-defence or... And of course, they they say reasonable force. So if you've got an illegal government Mm. trying to basically stomp on your head, uh, you have the right by any means necessary to remove that unlawful government and bring the common law back, a written constitution that limits any further government's power to be able to inflict this on you and basically get back to living life and following your pursuit of happiness, yeah? That's correct, yeah. That's pretty much it. But I mean, in terms of reasonable force, that's that is not a term that is in the common law. That's right, law. because it's subjective. That's why they put it in there, so they can say, "No, it means this." We'll interpret how we like. Well, sorry, you can't interpret anything because you're actually not even a thing. No. Well, well, they, they, everything that they they're putting into an act, and I call these imperial acts, although we're not supposed to have an empire right. anymore. But they've been they've been sitting in the background. Um, uh, as crown, uh, they um, that's all invalid anyway. I mean the the um, the whole act is invalid. Yeah. So so any definitions under the act, um, um, you know, null and void. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll obviously be following that with progress. So just go over to Dana for a moment. Dana, you're another one that was hauled off to the gulags, and um, of course, as Liz was, the two sacrificial lambs of the day. Um, how did how did your arrest go? Because I noticed mainstream media has had it up on um, had it up on uh, leading story, and um, of course it lied. Because apparently you can't be talking to me now because you've been put in managed isolation behind bars. So, and we know that's a load of crap. So, uh, if you'd like to explain how all that worked, let us know. Yeah, I think they said that it was forced managed isolation. They- um, which is an interesting choice of words. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I was prepared for something like that to happen. Uh, I'm surprised it did, considering I w- had gone there to uh, to reminisce, basically. I thought I'd get a le- go for a leisurely stroll and uh, enjoy Altia Square, as it is a place where I have attended several protests. Yeah. Uh, starting as of last year, when these lockdowns first kicked into place. Um, I thought it was quite fitting that that be the place that I chose to 
exercise. Yes, and I noticed that the police were trying to get in on the acting exercise with you there for a bit, weren't they? They even, I think, decided to get into the uh, a wrestling game. Uh, yeah, so that um, that was interesting. One of them attempted to try and break my wrist. Uh, they cable tied my hands rather than handcuffed, which I thought was fascinating also, yeah. and then proceeded to cut me off, um, trying to read my rights. And when I said I didn't understand, he said, look, I'm just trying to um, – I just want to know that you have, uh, what was it? I forget exactly what he said, but then he said Bill of Rights. And I just laughed and I said, the irony that you want to talk to me, you want to mention the Bill of yeah. Rights. Don't, don't you think that's hypocritical considering you're trying to enforce restrictions under the health response bill that completely violates our Bill of Rights? Yeah, it's ironic, isn't it? Um, but for the most part, would you say the majority of the police were basically quite bored? They didn't really want to be there, and there's really only a couple of uh, upstarts. One, of course, we'll put a picture of, up of him uh, uh, later in the show, and I want to point out, I want to point him out for people just as so they can see what a tool he was. Uh, but the, for the main part, they were quite good. How were you treated at the station? They were. Um, they almost. A lot of them almost seemed, uh, what's the word? Resentful? Uh, yeah, they... Or remorseful. Remorseful. Know, yeah, I think remorseful is more yeah. the word because when they brought me around the corner and I saw how many that were there, I was just like, I was completely stunned. I didn't realise that there were that many there. I mean, I'd seen there were heaps as we pulled up but I didn't realise that there were that many. And I just said, you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Yeah. How dare you? You are trying to enforce uh, restrictions that you yourselves aren't adhering to. Look at you all. Yeah. And um, no one said a word. They just uh, looked away. I tried to make eye contact with them. None of them would make eye contact. So I believe they do know. So, you know, uh, I mean, the process of going, you know, take being put through a cell. I know on uh, that mainstream media clip, they said for, forced isolation behind yeah. bars. Well, we weren't really behind bars. It was quite fast. We went through one door of um, a holding area and out the other end. So, you know. So as usual, mainstream media and fake news strikes again. Anything Correct. for sensationalism to make everyone look like activists and that. Just like they call it. anyone who's pro-safety, they call them anti-vax and all that. Just a, the usual trigger words mm -hmm. to sort of continue to lay into those who aren't sure out there and make them believe that you're all little terrorists running around and everyone's going to get infected and die. Yeah? Mainstream media is so full of yeah, shit. They, they've got a lot to answer for with the fear-mongering that they project that they put out there they uh mainstream media make me sick to be honest with because they have played such a massive role in where we are at yeah. today with you know people buying in the narrative that's been sold to them yeah, exactly they have and they've been paid handsomely to do it as well so uh thank you both ladies we will be following your progress and we'll give these people an update um later no on and uh call it <laughs> enjoy your night of freedom <laughs> we'll be back in a tick. Oh, look at that. We're back right now. So it is 22.37 hours on this day. I can't find my date, but anyway, that's it. It was Liz Lambert, Super Grand, and, of course, Dan Lee, Mama 3. 
Um, after their arrest. Now, they got... The charge was, well, the, the excuse was failing to comply with the direction slash prohibition slash restriction. And then in brackets, COVID-19. That we know doesn't exist. But anyway, um, let me just clarify. Uh, in the square... When we went there, there was approximately 24 cops in different parts of it. And as you saw in the Benny Hill rendition there, they were chasing us around and wanting to exercise with us because they were a bit lonely on their own. Needed someone to validate their existence. Um, But when Dana was arrested and she was taken uh, down the side of the town hall and around the back, there was at least 30 more canine units, undercover cops and everything. So they were ready for a mass gathering of you, of you the people. <laughs> we, of course, spoiled their day because there's only like 20, 20 25 of us who actually turned up um, to exercise, of course, not to protest or anything. There were no civil disobedience, actually, we, to do what we held, to do what the hell we wanted. But yeah, that must have cost them an absolute fortune to have them there. And unfortunately, that will now. See them out on the roads in earnest, pulling up left, right and centre, trying to get as many tickets issued as they can, just so they can pay for the cost of this abysmal failure today. Two arrests that they released within an hour and a half, and that was it. That's the sum total of their uh, bounty. Modern day highwaymen, to say the least. Okay, that's that gone. Now, um, you've got to ask yourself, where does it end? How many lives have to be destroyed? How many businesses have to go bankrupt? How many mortgages have to be foreclosed? How many suicides have to be committed? How much family violence due to the inability to pay their bills? Or because the man feels like he's letting the family down and they're a mirror to remind him that his job is to provide and protect and he can't do that because he's been neutered by the wankers in Wellington. What will it take before people get off their ass? We got off our ass. And of course, there's a lot of people who make excuses. You see them in the chat messages all the time. We really wish we had been there. Oh, you know, I was going to come, but... And there's always a plethora of excuses as to why no one will rise. Because they think they're going to be taken out. Did you see the international footage we showed? Those are people standing up. Now, if you have a look outside of the mainstream media channels, actually look, DuckDuckGo and um, there's a couple of others. Do not use Google in that because I'll show you another trick in a, in a little while of what you can look at um, to show that this has been pre-panned for a long time and they've got the bots and their algorithms in there. So when you type in a certain um, number and COVID-19, you'll always find a story no matter what number you put in there. Last year it was three digits. Uh, three digits. So if you put 392, COVID-19, bang, you'll find 392 COVID-19 cases in somewhere. In fact, let's show you right now how this, and now they've fixed the algorithm, it's up to four numbers now, because if you see, it's got to sound more deadly, it's got to sound like it's it's going out of control, like there's a whole lot of people that are just going to drop dead at the at, at that moment's notice, yet it doesn't affect homeless people, it doesn't seem to affect any of the transgender people, it doesn't seem to affect anyone who doesn't watch the news. But yet all these lemmings are lining up to get a jab that's most likely going to kill them, or their children, or make them sterile, or 
make them shed their skin or start shedding to other people. All of these brain-dead minions thinking, I need to be saved from this phantom menace that doesn't exist and has never been proven to exist. And yet you have people saying, it's got a survival rate. If it doesn't exist, it ain't got a survival rate. You've got different programs out there that are arguing against the vaccines, but trying to say the virus is real. Yet we know this whole thing is a setup. It is a jack-up. It is a psychological operation to make you comply. Get down on your knees. That's what they're doing. And you know what? Most are. I saw a couple of people watch the show there. They had to come up and introduce themselves to me. Uh, that was good. We were there just, of course, we were just happy to be at the same place at the same time, exercising, fortifying our natural immune system that has for th- hundreds of thousands of years since man stood up has been protecting them. Then all of a sudden in the modern times with the advent of the pharmaceutical companies, all of a sudden you require drugs pumped into you every year as a booster to protect yourself from what? From some shit they create in a lab. And because that doesn't work, or it's a flop, they're going to have to pump it into you. And as that uh, latest study came out about the um, antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome stuff, you're going to require booster shots just to stay alive. There is no profit in healthy people. There is only profit in sickness. They need a illness maintenance system, not a health system. Think about that. Now, I'm trying to bring something up. Now, we're, uh, with, yeah, we're throwing the McCurley. I'm throwing the McCurley one here, so I'm just waiting for them to bring it up, and then they can transport it over. So it's up to four numbers now, and I want you to do this. What are you guys typing in again? You've got to type in a number, a random number. Hello. Talk to me in my ears. Yeah, okay. So there we go. So you typed in 75? Okay, so 7598 was a number that was typed in, and it just happens to be stories for that number. Type in another one, please, and just show people any number. How about, yeah, make that, make that bigger if you can, and we'll show people that we can never even have a 666. Let's do a 666. Let's see if anywhere at any time there's suddenly 666. What have we got there? Look at that. There just happens to be 666 new coronavirus cases. What else we got? Type in, type in another one. Any random number. Just pick one out of your ass. That's fine. There you go, people. All made to order. So it doesn't matter what you type in. You'll always find something to scare you. Just like mainstream media pushes the crap across the idiot box every night and people sit there like this with it, dinner and they just lap it up. It's brainwashing and it's a layer effect. Remember they choreographed the moves for this lockdown long ago. We all knew there was going to be a lockdown and then our idiot features, the Prime Minister, or alleged Prime Minister, because I still think she's Ill- uh, illegitimate, I still think she got through because the CCP helped her rig the election. And I'm not backing off that, Jacinda. In fact, I will state you're an illegitimate Prime Minister and you're a fraud. Jacinda Ardern. Still waiting. Still waiting for court. Defamation or something. There you go. All the random numbers. It's an algorithm. No matter what you type in to Google, you will find... 
Just put whatever random number and COVID new cases, and boom, there they are. And it's gone from three digits from last year to four digits. Now it goes out to four because they've just improved the algorithm. Because remember, this thing's meant to be so deadly, it's just wiping out mankind across the globe. Woo! Or across the earth. <sighs> Sit there for a minute and think about that. You can type into a Google search any number, COVID cases, and boom, you have a story made to order. Credible, isn't it? Just another tool to brainwash you. Gets reinforced by mainstream media, who are bought and paid for by the Prime Minister. Remember, they've got millions and millions of dollars. And what do they have to do for that? Has anyone seen the contracts they signed that they must keep to the party line? We don't. We're not funded. So um, that's why we can't do the live thing straight away and I have to go, you know, have to do the old one moment, please. And then, boom, they fixed it fast this time. You know, so, so we're on fire now. Not really on fire, otherwise the smoke alarms would be going. So now, so now what I'm going to do, like I said, what's it going to take? How, how much carnage is going to have to be done before these feckless little creatures stand up and say, actually, I've decided I'm going to put my big boy pants on, I'm going to be a man now, and I'm going to go and face the beast down. No, everyone's got a plan. Everyone's got this little, they've got this plan. And you know what most of those plans entail? Going and standing somewhere like a garden gnome. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get some little fishing rods. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get these little fishing rods, and I'm gonna go to all these people who are standing there like garden owners. I'm gonna put little fishing rods in their hand. You know what they have in the garden? But they want to do this in level two. So in other words, you remember what happened last level two and three and all that? It was we're not gonna lock down. No more lockdowns. Well, guess what? You got more lockdowns. And where were you? Oh, right. You stayed home. Because it was level four lockdown. The very thing you said you don't want. I haven't locked down. So, anyway. Now, look, there are genuine people out there who can't go to protests for specific reasons. I fully understand that. I really do. Because some have uh, particular jobs that they will lose almost immediately. That's fine. Some have young children that they have to look after and they cannot get afford to get arrested. I understand that too. But let's face it. The majority of the country aren't in that position. You know what I mean? And I think blokes should stop listening to the missus and, you know... <laughs> blokes should start being blokes. Stop being told by the missus, no, you can't go. Oh, okay, dear. I won't fight for our rights and freedoms. I'll wait till the Stasi comes and kicks our door in and removes us. We'll do that. People need to practice standing up, okay? It's a war of attrition. Yeah. Besides, the more you stand up, the more you exercise your legs. Strong, you know? Anyway, Napoleon Bush. There's a man who goes out on his own. One man protests. And as you've seen videos before, we've had him on the show. Here's another reason why you need to stick together and not be alone, especially if you're going to decide to stay in your own place without any help, while everyone else is attacked, out there actually doing it and standing for themselves. So, more police harassment. Let's check this out. Right, we've got the New Zealand police at the door. I'm going to ask them to, I'm going to inform them that they're not welcome on this property and they're going uh, to leave. And I've got no intention of talking to them. I probably will actually talk to them, but 
uh, no contract, and I require them to get off the property immediately. Hi. How can we help? Yes, I mean, you uh, hang on, hang on. Yeah. You're on my property. Oh, yeah. You're not welcome here, okay. and I'd like you to get off. Okay, I'm just giving you a letter now. No, get off the okay. property. I will follow it's you. On you now. It's I'll... only a letter of information, that's all. I'll... Just have a read of the letter. It's considered serious. You, okay? um, what's your name okay. again? Sergeant no. Dean Burrell from the Wake. Dean Street. Burrell. Yes. Okay, great one. And your name? My it's... name is Rosie Carter. Rosie Carter. Rosie? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just a letter of uh, just information. That you I've got no contract with yeah. you. I've got no respect for you, right? Okay. Yep. You are now acting. Have a read of that. Listen. It's not, it's not, it's not a warning or a caution. Or I'm informing you that you are actually acting as state enforcers okay. and, we, we and got, you are doing violence right. against the New Zealand public. I respect your right that well, you don't want us on the property. We've exactly. Get off. Okay. Okay. And I, I will be there. coming down to the New Zealand, I'll down to your police station. I'll be yep. serving you with the trespass notice. Right. For, for, yeah. You're not to park on my property. You're not to come to my property. You've been formally warned, okay? Yep. Well, we don't. You are not welcome on this property, and you are acting as state terrorists. Yeah, I won't get into that. You have are. A, you think about it. You think about what you guys are doing. You pledged an oath okay. to uphold the New Zealand Bill of Rights, and what you guys are doing over the last 18, 19 months is you are having a campaign of state terrorism, and you guys are the enforcers of the state that is having a campaign of state terrorism. Shame on you. Right, Absolutely shame on you guys. You did not join the New Zealand police to be, the, be state terrorists. That's what you're doing. Shame on you as well. I remember you. Absolutely disgusting behaviour. Do not ever come back here again. You'll be served. I hope you got the message. This is absolutely disgusting, what's happening into our country. I'm absolutely disgusted. How can these people, good, honest, well, we're good, honest police officers, act in such a way, come around threatening, loss of liberty, and, you know, if they want to drag you away, they're going to, have to do violence on you. The definition of terrorism is a campaign of fear and intimidation against the civilian population with the threat or the use of violence for political ends. That's exactly what we've got in New Zealand people. You've got to stand up. The whole thing is directed directly from the United Nations where they want to take your ability to uh, run a private business and by extension own private property this is a th this is the beginning of the great reset where you're going to be locked in your house unable to trade un but you've still got large debt and large mortgage your property will be taken from you your farm will be taken from you this is not just about the farmers farmers are small businesses Every small business owner, every farmer, every person that wants the right to own property or own a private business needs to stand up now, right? As I wasn't going to do this today, but I'll do it right now. 
they're targeting people that are speaking up. They're targeting me, they're targeting anyone that has the backbone to go along to a protest and that I'm not going along today because I've had soldier surgery and I didn't want to get arrested or manhandled and um, so what needs to happen I think guys is that we need rallying, uh, not rallying points but just um, meeting points that are known throughout the country for every every household knows that on a that this is the place to go this is the place to go and bring a soapbox say say what you want to say a one-man protest location on a specific time every week so what I'm proposing is on every Saturday at 12 o'clock at every cenotaph and war memorial um, place in every small town in New Zealand is everyone knows that on 12 o'clock you can go there and do one-man protest and there might be 10 people, there might be 20 people, there might be 30 people, there might be 10,000 people at that location. There's been no one organising it, it's just where you go. And when you're in lockdown, we can do that on a Wednesday as well. We can go to the cenotaphs and, every, and the war memorial, the statues or whatever you've got in your town where our forefathers fought for our freedoms put down the totalitarian regimes of the Nazis and the Imperial Japanese, put down the, the, the Germans in the First World War and came home and lived free. These sorts of things that are happening today with this COVID passport that is actually a social credit passport that will be used for to re reward you and punish you. It's a political tool for political control so these are he's not wrong that's exactly what's going to happen that's been the plan from day one they needed you to believe that there was a crisis they needed you to demand to be saved from this phantom menace that they created in order to jab you why aren't they reporting on the Thousands and thousands and thousands of people being killed by that experimental serum. Why aren't they talking about the tens and hundreds of thousands that are having side effects? They might as well be death. Because for a lot of females, it's becoming the death of family, family um, desires. They're becoming sterile. You see, they don't know the long-term effects of these things not only sterility and therefore the loss of that family line but a whole lot of other afflictions there's just too many to list to be honest now you'll notice in that video of Napoleon there the cop comes along and he pretends to be you know jovial and happy and oh just engaging but what the prick was trying to do was he says, oh, it's just a letter of information. Trying to get him to take it. Then what does he say? As he puts it down in front of him, basically. You've been served. You don't serve information if you're just trying to give someone a, a, a bit of a, you know, a bit of data or education. You serve orders or notices. That's so the clowns can say, well, hang on, you were served, you've done this, now we can take you away. 
sneaky pricks that haven't even got the right to do it. But you know why they can do it? Because you're doing nothing. Because the government, who doesn't work for you, they're bought and paid for political whores. They're working for these clowns overseas who have got this idea to remodel the whole world into an image they want. And guess what? Most of you useless eaters aren't part of that plan. Hence, that's why you're getting killed off. I'll survive for a while, because apparently I'm a Freemason. But unfortunately, I'm a rebel mason and a virus in their matrix, and I'll be quick to be gone soon too. But I tell you what, I won't be going screaming like a bitch. And I won't be on my knees. And I'll take a few of the pricks out beforehand. And they're thinking, oh, that's it. You're inciting violence. I'll tell you something. If you're going to try to take my life, my liberty, my pursuit of happiness, attack my family, kill my kids, wreck my business, take my mortgage, destroy everything around me and everything I've got to live for, you better believe without prejudice and with, or sorry, with extreme prejudice, I'm going to take you out. Absolutely, without a doubt. Think on that, because I know you clowns are watching this, because you knew after today, because I said your feature tonight, I even put up that picture of that uh, cop who was an absolute dickhead. And I hope you're looking. Unfortunately, you're bought into the whole oppression, critical race theory crap. No one here is a victim, especially not you lot. You guys are the victimizers. We're the victims. But we don't choose to be victims anymore. So if someone says, you know what, I'm going to be at that epitaph that he was talking about every day. And every day there was like, I don't know, 200,000 people who decided to do it at the same time. How long do you think you last, even with your men, your second unit around the back waiting and some in the town hall and that sort of thing and some looking up from the um, the, the other buildings that I saw. I tracked every one of you moving. We knew where you were. How long do you think you're going to last? Two seconds if the New Zealand decides that's it and squashes you like a bug. It's coming. You keep pushing it. So anyway, not only are these people going visiting people and basically trying to say you've been served... And it's a warning if you step out alone, we're coming for you. But remember, in, the, in that cop car, in sight, was a gun. And it was close at hand. When do you think, who do you think is going to be the first to get shot? Because they've been deemed to be violent. And if they're wearing body cameras, I guarantee they'll be the time they just don't work. You know how it works. So anyway, here's another video of someone who... Um, just wants to get some food to feed his family. And guess what happens if you don't obey the Nazi draconian laws? Watch. So you're not allowing a human right? You're not allowing a human right? I'm not, I'm not going to. You're, you're not holding to protect myself? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. You're wearing a mask. You're wearing a mask. So don't have. So you should be protected. Don't stress about me. The survival rate of COVID is 99.96%. You have a 0.004% chance of dying. I am not like. Don't project your fears onto me. All right? Don't project your fears onto me. All right? Can I have your name, please? Name? Can I have your name, too? Calm down. No, I'm not calming down. I have a human right to be able to go and buy food. All right? And I have a medical exemption that is from a doctor. That you aren't a doctor, are you? Are you a doctor? Are you a doctor? Yeah, didn't think so. Yeah, keep filming. 
Yeah. 99.96% survival rate. Do you know what the vaccine survival rate is? 95%. Thank you, doctor. Dumb. Dumb. No, you leave. You leave. You have the mask on. If you feel protected with the mask, have it. I don't care what I breathe in. I have a human right to go buy food. I have a medical exemption, so you can shut the fuck up and sit there. It's not part of your business. What's your name, sorry, sir? What's your name? What's your name? You have. He's the manager here. You're the manager, so can you go get the owner then? Yeah, bring them down. Bring them down. Bring them down. Bring them down because you're breaking a human right. Do you, do you enjoy people not buying, not being able to eat, bro? So there you go. You don't actually need um, to provide evidence of your medical condition and you don't need to wear a mask. That is a fact. Here's the problem. And as we were talking about before with like local councils being the cutaway for government to implement the rest of the agenda, like with your three waters and everything that's coming and everything's going to basically be centralised even more and you're going to be paying the tab when you lose your property, of course. You're going to be forced into the cities and you're not going to bite the hand that feeds you because you're going to rely on them. And you're going to comply because they're going to shut off your ability to work, they're going to show off your ability to travel, to hug your loved ones, to do anything, to go to school. I told you from the start of this show, you need to take the land back, get back to the land and defend that shit. So, we have now, can the producer tell me in my ear, because I'm completely lost. So what we're going to do, we're going to actually... We put a bit of a montage together, uh, one of our uh, people put a bit of a montage today, on the day, on, on today, and uh, we're going to go out with that, but then, Liberty for NZ, he uh, put this montage together, good man actually, he's been um, doing some good stuff lately and we really appreciate it, so I want to thank uh, Liz and uh, Dana of course for taking one for the team, two females, Super Gran and Super Mum taking uh, taking it for the team and making the males look completely stupid. Um, in fact, I really think we should put females in charge of this entire freedom movement, except the ones who just want to sit around and uh, ex except except for the ones except for the ones who want to sit around and be a voice for freedom. Uh, you actually need action for freedom. So if someone wants to start the Action for Freedom group, I'll even join that one uh, because the rest are full of blouses. So, um, yeah, come on, man, stand up, man, we need you. And uh, you're all, tell you what, let's just get this shit done. Anyway, we're going to go with that montage. Uh, I want to thank uh, At Weeks and News and Pseudonym for the um, introductory piece. And uh, Matt King, of course, for sharing a truth bomb that National Party leader Judith Collins decided to distance herself from because she's another bought and paid for political hack. And hopefully, when we come back next time, if they haven't tried to come for me, um, we'll have more news and information. Thank you for uh, to the Counterspin team, Curious Kiwi, who is out there, of course, taking uh, footage. Um, the producer, who she's actually a little tyrant, that one. She's quite hot, hot under the hot under the collar. I thought she was going to thought she was going to give you know give the cops a bit of a what for there, but to strain her back, she was fine. So, so. <laughs> so <laughs> Get rid of it. Um, so thanks very much for watching. We'll see you next time. And uh, we're going to go out, as usual, with one of the main problems in the world that really needs to be stomped, and that's the Chinese Communist Party. Catch you next time.
1649 Act and what it means today for the COVID Response Act 2020. On the morning of the 30th January 1649, the last king of the Norman invasion of England, Charles Stuart, aka Charles I of England and Ireland, was beheaded at the Tower of London. The same afternoon, an Act of Parliament that has never been repealed was passed by the Parliament, prohibiting the proclamation of any person as King of England, Ireland or the Dominions. At that time, the 13 American colonies were part of the Dominions of the British Crown. The crime committed by making such a proclamation was treason, the same crime that Charles was convicted of by a jury of his peers. This means that every other king or queen proclaimed after the execution of Charles I was a traitor to the Parliament of England and subsequently to New Zealand. This list of traitors includes King William IV who issued the flag known as the Hefakaputanga on 28 October 1832 and Queen Victoria who signed the Treaty of Waitangi by Governor Hobson on the 6th of February 1840. All the subsequent legislation signed by Governor General since then and on occasion by Queen Elizabeth II when on state visits to this country have been signed by traitors to the Parliament of New Zealand. The fruit of the poison tree is poison itself. Do not fear, we still have the common law in this country via Section 5 of the Imperial Laws Application Act 1988. The COVID-19 Public Health Response Act 2020 is not, however, part of the common law. It could better be described as an internationally illegal imperial law designed to ensure subservience and surveillance. In the case of demonstrations like today, it may also be used as an enrolment as an enforcement officer in an attempt to extract revenue out of unsuspecting persons in the crowd. The ticket may be issued by an enforcement officer, for example, a constable who swears an oath to the fraudulent Queen Elizabeth II of England. For exercising this peaceful right of free speech, the cost is set at 4000 Like any other infringement ticket, you may pay up within 28 days and that will be a complete defence to the charge. Schedule 3 of the Act. However, you may also defend yourself against the charge. We would suggest that the fact that the Act has been authorised by a fraudulent Governor-General, in this case Dame Patsy Reddy, that the defence of fraud is an excellent starting point. People at the demonstration will also be aware that should one be forced to defend oneself against this highway robbery, the example of Mr. Patrick King should be followed. Mr. King from Alberta, Canada, was able to successfully extract the admission from their Chief Officer of Medical Health that, in fact, that body was unable to provide Mr. King with any proof of the existence of such a thing as COVID-19. Our Act at Section 4A purports to support a public health response that prevents and limits the risk of the outbreak or spread of the disease, taking into account the infectious nature and potential for asymptomatic, means not ill, transmission of COVID-19. Therefore, a further question needs to be asked of the Ministry of Health as to what is the actual form of transmission as none has ever been pinpointed as far as we know.
们的恐惧是我们的武器，我们的胜利。谢谢啦，兄弟姐妹们，你们健身了吗？行动，行动，行动！中共，你完了！
Take it down. The evil CCP.